Hello wonderful people, welcome to yet another awesome time in the presence of Jesus. It is good to have you listening and today we'll be addressing the topic sin and um, I'm not sure we can finish um, what it is that we have planned out and so whatever it is that we stop we will continue um, with the next episode, the same, um, another um, same topic but um, uh, we'll continue the discussion. Hallelujah. So, um, what exactly is sin? We will start that by reading um, the book of First John, chapter three, from verse four. Hallelujah to Jesus! I will be reading the um, the NLT translation. Praise the Lord! Hallelujah to Jesus! Amen. Okay, 1 John 3, chapter 4 says, Everyone everyone who sins is breaking God's law, for all sin is contrary to the law of God. Everyone who sins is breaking the law of God. You transgress. Hallelujah, it's called transgression. Sin is a violation or a transgression of the commandments of God. God, as the sovereign God, the one who made heaven and earth, has his rules, his regulations. He has laid out for man. Hallelujah. Those uh, were things that he... he uh, uh, um, uh, Remember the first time when, when all of that came up, when during the time of Moses, the Ten Commandments, remember the tablets of stone. Hallelujah. And though all of that was meant... Um, to show that apart from the fact that it was meant to be a guide because everyone did whatever it is they wanted and um, because there was no guide per se you know um, saying that okay well if you lie here lying is against the rule of God everyone did as they wanted sinned and unsinned amen if there's a word like that but God had to bring a guide for his nation for his people you know and of course it did it you know uh, um, for them to live and abide by as his own people because God himself is a holy God and he will not tolerate sin hallelujah as much as God loves you he can't tolerate sin he says to come to him he says walk before me blameless that's 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 the God we serve because he himself is holy he's blameless praise God so um, right from the time when that was given man was meant to or we are all meant to live by that hallelujah but then again also that those those the, the, the law itself or the commandments were also um, pointing towards Jesus Christ the need for a savior amen because that on its own couldn't even really uh, uh, keep or sustain us but that's another thing entirely praise God I would like to just stay stick to what it is that we have for today so I don't get people confused amen so we're looking at sin and I'm saying that sin um, is a violation or a transgression um, of the commandments of God according to 1st John 3 and verse 4 now um, sin actually started from the time of Lucifer not even Adam because I think most of us believe that it started from with Adam but it actually started from Lucifer and um, when Lucifer wanted to rise above God and then God had to put him in his place now after falling 
know, like if, as a fallen angel after falling, he decided to come to tempt man. Why? Because he still wanted to possess the power, the dominion, the authority that God had given to man. So he came to tempt man in the Garden of Eden. And of course, man fell, Adam fell. I mean, Adam and Eve fell. And um, God was not happy about that. And then drove them out of the Garden of Eden. But it so happened that by that singular act, hallelujah, that robbed man of all the power and authority that had been bestowed on him from creation, um, every seed that came out from Adam till this generation and till Jesus comes is um, inherited the nature of sin. So there's a nature of sin and then there's sin itself. Hallelujah. They are the acts of sin. Praise God. And let's look at um, Psalm 51 verse 5. The psalmist was talking about being born a sinner. Hallelujah. Now that's where that nature, he was trying to also address that nature. Psalm 51 verse 5 says, For I was born a sinner. Yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. Hallelujah. We are all, we were all born sinners. We came out of our mother's wombs. Sin. I don't think there's anybody who dropped from the sky. Hallelujah. Even Jesus Christ was conceived of the Virgin Mary. He didn't drop from the sky. Hallelujah. But for each and every one of us, hallelujah, we inherited that sin nature from our parent, from, you know, from birth. Not because we sinned, but because Adam and Eve sinned and it was imputed upon us. Now you would think and say, this is unfair. I didn't commit this. But you see, that same thing you're saying is unfair. It's the same thing. Come to the New uh, uh, Testament. It becomes to your advantage because by one man's sin, we were all made sinners. But by one man's righteousness, obedience, we were all made righteous. Hallelujah. By Jesus Christ, we all became righteous. Hallelujah. For everyone who comes to Jesus has now become righteous. So I don't think um, it's unfair. In fact, come to the New Testament, which is where we are. Hallelujah. It's in our favor. And so that nature of sin is what Jesus himself came to address hallelujah but let's look at who a sinner is praise god who is this person who sins amen according to uh well my own definition based on scripture a sinner is one who by virtue of his inherent sin nature transgresses against god by virtue of his inherent nature transgress transgresses against god there's a nature of sin that drives man to sin. It's the same way. There's a nature of Zoe that drives you to live holy. There's a nature of sin that drives man to act sinful acts against God. A man will act like a man because he has a nature of a man. A woman will act like a woman because she has got the nature of a woman. An animal, a dog, a cat will act like an animal because they've got the nature of an animal. You know, there's a story in the Bible where you have King Nebuchadnezzar. I think that's in Daniel 4 from, uh, from 20, 20, 25 to 35, where you have King Nebuchadnezzar and God had to humble him. Amen. And um, um, 
made him leave you know where the wild beasts live in the wilderness at grass hallelujah because god needed to teach him that look he is sovereign amen he's 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 the god above every other god. whatever position of authority you're in he allowed it he permitted it hallelujah you cannot rise above god praise god now the thing is nebuchadnezzar is a human being but began to act like an animal that's not his nature looking at that you know that's abnormal now that's the same way we're saying here amen you can't see a human being act like a dog something is off a human being by his nature will always act like a human being praise god so the sin nature on the inside of man by birth is what drives man to sin you don't even think before sinning you sin you sin at will consciously unconsciously it just happens praise god but however this is what jesus christ came to address hallelujah because without it you cannot see god without it without holiness you cannot see god you cannot enter into the kingdom of god make no mistake about it sin would deprive you of that jesus came to give us life and life abundance life in life there is no sin life zoe the life of god there is no sin in it praise god so when jesus came to give us that life he took away the sin nature from us he dealt with the roots so that we will not be able to carry out the acts there's no zeal to sin because the nature has been taken away praise god nebuchadnezzar began to act like an animal the nature of human of him being human had been suppressed and something else took over the moment it was restored he gained he gained his consciousness back and began to act normal hallelujah so when jesus came he took away the sin nature and then gave us hallelujah the nature of god second corinthians 5 17 says that we are now new creations in christ jesus all things have passed away and all things have become new hallelujah the moment you have that nature of jesus the nature of god the the zoe the life of god the god kind of life hallelujah sin now doesn't have power over you but the bible lets us know amen in the book of romans it says that uh, 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 whatever it is that you obey you become a slave to you obey sin you become a slave to it. Make no mistake, sin has powers. And the moment it enslaves people, it puts them in bondage. It makes them think that the things that they do is the best and keeps them there till the very last end when they have no chance to change. And then they find themselves going to hell. Make no mistake, you sin, there are consequences for your actions make no mistake why because god is a just god jesus has made it open from john 17 uh, uh from, i think john 17 verse 3 or so you know jesus said this is the way to eternal life that you accept god and accept jesus christ some people stop at accepting god and then leave jesus you will go to hell hallelujah the bible is very plain you sin you go to hell the only way you have eternal life is by accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He takes away his blood. The Bible says in Hebrews uh, um, chapter 9, verse 22, that, that, that without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. So Jesus came, shed his blood so that 
by the time you come to him his blood is powerful enough to cleanse you of every past present and future sin giving you a new nature so that you can stand boldly and say i have received that gift of righteousness hallelujah and begin to live right before god praise the lord hallelujah next time we will be we will continue amen i'd like us to stop here we will continue today we have dealt on what sin is and who a sinner is praise god and i believe that you would have caught something please um um tuning next week amen so that we can um complete this series hallelujah to jesus and if there's anyone still living in sin i hope that by the time we're done with this topic you'll be able to understand why you should not live in sin sin will rob you of your blessings sin will rob you of your joy sin will rob you of things that if your eyes were open to see you will never touch sin with a pole Hallelujah. But I trust the Holy Spirit to be able to convict as many as listen to this and bring them into eternal life. Hallelujah. Is there anyone who would like to give their lives to Jesus Christ? I would love to pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I, I present these ones before you. And as they confess their sins before you, Father, Lord, I ask that you cleanse them with your precious blood, Lord Jesus renew them and give them a right spirit on the inside of them in the name of Jesus Christ <laughs> as they announce you as their Lord and Savior Lord I ask that you accept them into heaven O God in the name of Jesus Christ that on the last day O God we will stand joyfully together praising you O God for the great and mighty works that you have done in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ Thank you, Holy Spirit, because I know that you have heard us in Jesus' name. Today we receive grace to rise above sin in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Amen. Blessed day to you, beloved, and welcome to another awesome time in the presence of God. And we've been dealing, um, talking about the topic sin. And the last episode, we talked about, you know, addressed what sin was. And we said that sin was a violation or a transgression of the commandments of God. Now, that's according to 1 John 3, verse 4. Um, and then we also went ahead to talk about who a sinner is. So, after we talked about the fact that, you know, from the Garden of Eden, after Adam sinned, you know we inherited that um, sin nature so you, you you have human beings are born and then they never sinned before but however sin has been imputed upon every uh, uh, creation or creature that came from Adam and that's the same way um, you know we righteousness has been imputed upon us by virtue of Jesus Christ the acceptance of Jesus Christ you know so that sin nature is what drives man to sin and then we also talked about the sinner whom we said um, by virtue of that inherent sin nature you know transgresses against the law of God you know so there's something there's a fundamental part of man you know there's a core that drives him to do the things that he does you know and then we give several instances now today we're looking at 
you know um, what are the types of sin but before I read that I also like to read Galatians chapter 5 from verse 19 he says when you follow the desires of your sinful nature the results are very clear sexual immorality impurity lustful pleasures idolatry sorcery hostility quarreling jealousy outburst of anger selfish ambition dissension division envy drunkenness wild parties and other sins like these let me tell you again as i have before that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of god the bible is clear you sin you will never inherit the kingdom of god you will never find yourself in heaven not even for a second hallelujah there's a place for sinners and that's the pit of hell praise god and i pray that no one everyone who is listening to this message if you've been dwelling in sin you will mend your ways after hearing this because it is it sin will rob you of a whole lot it will rob you in this life and it will also rob you in the life to come now what are the types of sin that we have now sin is sin now um yes we know of the sin against the holy spirit um which is the unpardonable sin that's when you blaspheme against the spirit of the living god that one there is no pattern but let's look at you know the other types of sin that we have we have the sin of commission and then we have the sin of omission now the first one which is the sin of commission you have where people know the things that they should do as creations of god or creatures of god you know what it is that you should do according to the laws of god you know already given to you thou shalt not steal you can you should not murder you should not uh betray you know people um don't uh, you know don't lie you have several you know rules given to us but however despite knowing these things people go ahead and do them now that's the sin of commission so brethren or let me not even go to brethren i'm talking about people who haven't come to know jesus christ yet you the uncle who sits there and then you sit with your laptop and decide that you're going to defraud people of their hard-earned money people who work one or two three four jobs just to you know make make ends meet but you sit on the laptop and then you think it's cool to rob people daily of their earnings and these people weep and cry out to god or are you the sister who is busy dating a married man you know this man is married you don't you i mean it's you're, it's not hidden from you and yet you've chosen to to stay and date this man outside his home causing his family pain you today you're in dubai tomorrow you're in america and then you think it's fun because you're busy entering private jets and showing pictures on instagram or are you the one who uh, for everyone who hurts you, you find the occultic places you want to go to because you want to ruin people's lives because they have said one thing or another to you and you didn't find it funny and then you decide that you're going to just tie them up or do some voodoo or juju over them, you know. Or are you the, the guy who loves to rape women, you know, and cause people pain? You are the one I'm addressing because... These things are against the rules, the laws of God. Are you the one who engages in premarital sex? You know, and you think there's nothing wrong with it, you know. Or are you the one who loves to sleep with the same sex 
you know and then everybody is talking about it and then you think it's cool to a guy sleeping with a guy a woman sleeping with a woman and everybody think it's okay no it's not okay it's against the law of god and the bible clearly states that anyone who practices these things you will never see the kingdom of god now that's the sin of commission there are several of them you know you lie tell those small small lies or big lie is lie hallelujah now we also have the one where quite a number of people are here the things that you know that you should do so for instance you know you should pray and read your bible you know you should fast you know you should pay your tithes but you're afraid of paying tithes because you feel your pastor is going to be the one eating the tithes and so you take your tithes and give to the poor now you're not doing what the word of god says to do now this category is called the sin of omission so while brethren are busy saying oh wow i'm not i'm not committing the sin of commission you find out that you find yourself in the sin of omission now that lets you know that what sustains us from sinning is actually grace hallelujah what keeps you from sinning is grace because it's either you fall in this one or you fall in the other one hallelujah you can never no man is perfect outside jesus you can never ever fulfill requirements for righteousness you know because righteousness is a gift given to every single one of us and the only way you can become right is through jesus christ where his blood cleanses you hallelujah according to hebrews um, 9 22 where the blood of jesus cleanses you and then you're free from sin hallelujah the bible in in, uh, in, in also in the book of Romans, hallelujah, I think it's Romans 5 or so, you know, uh, Romans 6, you know, t- talks about our sin, being, we being crucified, hallelujah, our sins have been crucified with Jesus Christ on the cross. Now that's how you can avoid living in sin, praise God, amen, hallelujah. Paul says that um, he's been crucified with Christ, you know, nevertheless, he lives, but yet he lives by faith of the son of god hallelujah because if you look at these two categories of sin you find out that either you're not born again you fall into one or you're born again and then you still find yourself falling into the other now this lets you know that you not being able to live in sin is truly by grace and that's jesus christ hallelujah to jesus but you and i know that the first step for everyone is to ensure that you accept jesus christ and let his blood cleanse you first and then you live daily by grace hallelujah thank you holy spirit now why is sin bad for you now according to uh galatians 5 you know 19 to 21 why you know what i read you know um you will not enter the kingdom of god it will separate you from god there's a physical and there's a spiritual separation that sin causes hallelujah you find out that you're spiritually insensitive you do things your own way you can't even hear god you can't let alone see see you know see you know walk with him or or see him do stuff no he's far away that's what sin does to you it, it creates a barrier it creates a distance from god and the bible says those who are led by the spirit they are the sons of god you will not be led by the spirit because when the spirit is even moving you can't see him move hallelujah that's what sin does and two sin keeps you in bondage romans 6 16 hallelujah whatever it is that you obey you become a slave to it now sin ensures that you dwell there like i mentioned last week you stay there till till you know you become you it keeps you in that place 
and then there are always consequences for sin you find out that you keep paying you don't even want to you don't want to hear anything called jesus christ you don't want you don't want to hear anything right because you feel you're right that's what it makes you feel that you're okay you're comfortable where you are there's no there's nothing wrong with you. but you're in bondage because you will never enjoy what it is that the lord has released for you as his children upon the surface of this a sin will not let you enjoy it hallelujah whatever it is you're enjoying in sin is short-lived i guarantee you that hallelujah sin robs you of your blessings the bible in ephesians 1 3 says that we have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places these blessings are spiritual they are not physical but however to access them you yourself you need to be in tune with god to be able to pull these things down hallelujah and walk in them here sin will not allow you be able to do that because one your spirit man will not be alive and so if your spirit man is not alive how can you access the things that god has given to you the bible says that that God loads us daily with benefits. How do you even know that you're loaded daily with benefits? Hallelujah. How do you access these benefits? You can't. Sin will tie you down and rob you of what belongs to you. Now, sin also keeps you in constant condemnation. Hallelujah. The Bible, according to Romans 8, 1 says, There's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. It is only when you're in Christ Jesus, you will not be condemned. Remember, you find out you go for parties, you come to church on Sunday, it's so difficult to lift up holy hands. That's what sin does to you. Or you're a sister in choir. You finish, you know, uh, uh, going to do some other things and then you come in on Sunday, you can't even sing properly. Why? Because there's a condemnation going on on the inside of your heart but jesus is saying come to me as you are hallelujah what i did i did for your past present and your future since as long as you come to me i will wipe it away and you will no longer live in condemnation praise the lord sin will rob you of your chance of spending eternity with god i said that hallelujah jesus has already defined what eternity eternal life is hallelujah according to his word in john 17 praise god verse 3 you know that once you accept jesus accept god almighty and accept jesus christ hallelujah that's eternal life hallelujah you get the life of god the zoe of god hallelujah to jesus now what are the consequences of sin like i said earlier Lauren, no matter the sin you commit you will face the consequences either you're born again or not hallelujah the only difference is when you're born again there's grace available for you to be able to face them hallelujah to jesus because god is a just god if he's spoken it must happen praise god romans 6 23 says the wages of sin is death the waymouth um, translation says that the 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 wages paid by sin is death sin pays the same way you collect your salary at the end of the month is the same way sin pays people. Hallelujah. When the time comes, you, you, carry, you carry that act out. Oh, yes, you will receive payment for what you have done. Hallelujah to Jesus. Praise God. But I do not, I do not wish that anyone will have to pay. Hallelujah. No matter how small, no matter how big, the payment is usually costly. It is usually painful. Hallelujah. You have people shedding tears. You have people going through stuff that it takes them years to come out of. Why? Because of one sin or another that they've committed. Hallelujah. That shouldn't even, even be. Sin will rob you of your joy, it will rob you of your health, it will rob you of your finances, your loved ones. You know, I met someone one time, he says, anytime he, if he, you know, he found out that when he commits, uh, 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 if you know, adultery or you know, dates people outside, he finds out that his finances just drop. And so he decided when he discovered that, he stopped. 
Hallelujah. I said, that's grace ministering to you. So stop. Thank God you even know what yours is. People just do these things and they don't even know what it is that is coming out. Hallelujah. There's still time to repent. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, how do you stop sinning? Hallelujah to Jesus. First John 1 9 says that if we confess our sins, hallelujah, Jesus, praise God. He's faithful enough to forgive us our sins. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It starts with a confession. Hallelujah. It starts with a confession. It starts with a repentant heart. According to Psalm 51 from verse 17, it talks about a broken spirit and a contrite heart. Hallelujah. A, a, a broken spirit, a spirit that, that is humbled, hallelujah. A spirit that is remorseful, that's a contract. A spirit that is, is remorseful, is repentant. It, it, it knows it has sinned against God and is willing to change. Hallelujah. So you can stop sinning by the time you come to God as you are and say, Father, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm sorry for what I have done. I'm not coming out of fear, but I'm coming out of love for you. And I I want to change my ways. I want to become a better person. I want this life that you have. I want it on the inside of me. Hallelujah. And then God sees your heart and then decides to cleanse you. Hallelujah. Because you have come genuinely in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. The Bible says that whosoever calleth on the name of the Lord shall be saved. It doesn't matter which day, which year, which time, which hour you call. It doesn't matter where you call upon him. You will be saved in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Now, uh, uh, another way, hallelujah, is to live righteously by faith. Hallelujah. Romans 3.22 lets us know that, that we live righteously. The only way you can live a righteous holy life is by faith i explained that earlier on because if you check it whether you're a believer or unbeliever there's still sin hallelujah you will find that one way or another you for why because you live in this body this flesh you, you it, it can happen at any time without you even knowing hallelujah but by faith in the son of god paul says he lives by faith of the son of god praise god by faith in jesus christ the bible says jesus fulfilled the law for us hallelujah so when we live by faith in jesus christ we walk daily in holiness hallelujah that's the only way you can overcome sin praise god galatians 2 uh, um, 16 says that by the works of the of, of the law shall no flesh be justified no flesh at all be justified except by faith in jesus christ praise the living god hallelujah to jesus please do not dwell in sin the the consequences of sin are too much sometimes it lingers to generations you know i'm not sure it's something you want to happen there's grace there's grace take the hand of jesus christ today and let him cleanse you of every unrighteous forget what i don't care how deep you know what it is that you have done before i don't care how deep it is but i'm telling you today no matter what jesus is not condemning you he's just saying come to me come to me all ye that are heavy laden hallelujah Come to me, come to me with that burden, lay it at my feet, and I will wash you clean. I will wash you so clean you will never recognize that you are the same person before you came here. Hallelujah. I will cleanse you and give you a new beauty, a new garment. Hallelujah. I will I will strengthen you, I'll beautify you with my own beauty, and I will put my glory upon you. Hallelujah. That the world may see. <laughs> the brand new you. Hallelujah. Praise God. I will ask anyone who, who, who would like to give their lives to Jesus Christ today, come come to this beautiful life. It is beautiful. Hallelujah. I ask that whoever 
is willing to come to the Father, hear them, O oh Lord, as they accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Father, forgive them as they accept Jesus. Let the blood of Jesus that is able to cleanse all unrighteousness cleanse them at this moment. I agree with them in faith, O oh God, as they lift up their voices to you, O oh God. Uh, in faith, O oh God, that you cleanse them with the blood of Jesus and make them holy, righteous for you. And as they receive this gift of faith, Father, I declare there is now no condemnation for any one of them in the name of Jesus. And everyone who is already a believer, Father, Lord, still living in condemnation today, I decree you're free by virtue of the word of God in Romans 8, chapter 1. You are free in the name of Jesus. No demon can bind um, can hold you bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week with another awesome message from the throne of his grace. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen.